0: seen that you got the cooler and the guys got a bit yes yeah it's like old school magnum degrees. pi you know you're jumping in the water it's a good time maybe not jumping in the water uh joining us now on the line the forecasters a michael hoffer you can catch him online at TheForecaster.net or follow him on Twitter f o r e sports. Good morning, morning, Michael. He's pulling his hair out right now, trying to figure the schedule out. Oh yeah, yeah. He probably. Is. Oh
1: yeah, it's, it's a fun time of year. Uh, Matty, you all recovered from the parade yesterday. I'm guessing you had a good time down in Boston. Oh,
0: I had a great time yeah. in Boston. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I yeah. really. You know, I was offered multiple times to go down. I hard passed it each time. And it was good cuz I I was able to you know there was some story stuff going on up here um, I that, was, that right. I was able to I was able to deal with so Michael, um, I went and had a blast
1: Well you know they they happen pretty annually right right now so
0: we I've been to a few of hand, them
1: hand, but there's probably another one coming we should hope anyway I've
0: made a decision in my life that I'm going to when the Patriots win the next one which uh-huh. which should be in February. I am going to that one because that may be the last one for a very very long time.
1: Well, if, if that happens, I'll join you. I'll okay, you and you and I, you and I will go, go together. There's we'll going to the be one together. in the spring. What are you talking yeah. about? And
0: then um, there'll be one next summer for the Celtics. Definitely sure. going to that one. Yeah, yeah you know, nice out Yeah, then. yeah. Right. and then if the Yankees ever win one again, which frankly I'm a little concerned about, um, I will definitely go to that one. So all those right. are the three. I, I would go to the Bruins one, but I'm still mad that they haven't they didn't bring the Stanley Cup up after two thousand and eleven. So uh, like yeah. I I thought I thought that was a little little bit ridiculous, but that's if you want to drink beer a, out of the they cup. They
1: have cents, so it, that'll go. You know, the curse of the non-trip. I
0: think that's what it is. You can only bring it to a, a small restaurant in Cornish for a private dinner. You know, and <laughs> and that was that was the only thing I could do because Cornish is the hot spot. You want oh, yeah, to bring it to Oh yeah, a big time hockey hot spot. Oh my yep. God! All right, so this schedule this weekend is 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 out of control. You've got football games being moved to Saturday. Uh, you have got right. soccer games. You got what what field hockey stuff? Field what hockey. is going on this weekend? Are, are than well, everything.
1: It's still very fluid, too, so I wouldn't put anything in 10 at this point. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> uh, the only thing I know for sure about football is, as of right now, there are still two games going on in our area tomorrow, and, and that's certainly subject to change. I think the thing is, you know, Saturday's not supposed to be great either, so I'm not so sure that uh, Portland EL or uh, Scarborough Bonnie Eagle are, are so inclined to move their game back. I don't know that it'll be much better. So, as of right now, those two games are on. Uh, I'm planning to be a 50 to see Portland EL. Uh, Scarborough Eagles should be a really good semifinal as well if they do play. And uh, everything else involving forecaster area teams has been moved to Saturday, and I know a lot of other games around the state uh, have been moved to Saturday as well. Uh, soccer, fingers crossed, they get that in on Saturday, and they don't move it. They've already moved field hockey back a week. Uh, that's scheduled for Saturday now down here in Portland. I can't see that getting postponed again. So, I'm hopeful that the state games are still going to get played. It's scheduled and, you know, some football games might get moved around. But hopefully by late Saturday evening, the only thing we're going to have left is, uh, is a handful of football teams getting ready to play in the regional finals.
0: Tag with Michael Hoff from The Forecaster and theforecaster.net. Yeah, that, that Edward Little-Portland game, I just I kind of penciled it in in my mind that there was, you know, one, Oxford Hills and Chevers have already moved their game to Saturday. Yeah. So I know if you're Portland, you would really like to sneak in that extra day you know, the, the, uh, of advantage. And two, you know, most of the time they move these games to a field that, you know, the, to a field that has turf and Fitzy has right. turf. So at this point, yeah. that's what you got the turf for. You might as well do the game. And the cool part is that's somewhere you don't really have to be able to, you got all the booths and everything. Like I don't have to yeah. send my camera guy out in the middle right. of the space. So that's kind of nice. Or us.
1: Yeah, or, or us, more important. Right, yeah, yeah. us, us the specifically. Real, the real important yes, thing. The yes, the
0: total and complete. Uh, important and, folks, yes. Know,
1: not, not that I'm worried about. It's just very hard to write and take notes in the rain. I don't. I mean, I've been. I'm outside in all elements, but rain is the most difficult, just because you can't really keep notes. And it's one thing if it's a soccer game and you're just writing a few things down. It's another when you're writing every play down in a football game. So, so I would. I would like to stay up top if, if it's raining. And really, for football this year, we haven't had uh, a washout or even. I'm trying to remember a night where it was even raining much at all. So, you know, the, the fall season started with beautiful weather, but we've certainly paid for it here in the last couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, it looks like I, I I did go ahead and look at the advance forecast for the next couple of weeks. They look OK. They don't look terrible. Um, I still don't I'm still waiting for when we get the 2009 state football championship weather again when it was uh, 68 degrees and sunny like that is that's what I'm waiting for. Well,
1: you might be waiting as long as you're waiting for a Yankee. Uh, i i might <laughs> be
0: waiting about that long i feel <laughs> like it might be about the that year, right
1: i mean that was the last one so <laughs> maybe, maybe there's maybe there's something to that holy
0: crap michael i think you just stumbled <laughs> upon something i think you may have i think you might have nailed it i think you yeah, i think you the
1: good the good news weather wise it's supposed to be very nice in nice foxborough sunday night and i'll be down there for that
0: oh sweet yeah. you, you know that's that's an interesting question michael like I know you're a Patriots fan, and, and, uh, and, and your family was uh, Packers fans. So I, I know that they're kind of your NFC team. So who do you root for to win in that game?
1: Oh, There's, there's, there's no doubt in my mind. It's always Patriots first. And, okay. you know, it, 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 if they lose to Green Bay, it stings a little bit less than if they lose to some other teams. But, no, I'm always, I'm always cheering for the Pats. I've always said, you know, my dream Super Bowl would be a Green Bay-New England, but the teams can't ever seem to get it right. The, the Patriots blew it in 2010. Green Bay blew it in 2011, 2014, and twenty sixteen. I don't think it's going
0: to happen this year. In twenty, um, in twenty, uh, in two
1: thousand seven too. Yes. Yeah, so, oh God, good point. I'm, I'm trying to block. They really, that. really blew that one, Michael. Yeah, thank like, you very much. That one was a but, total. Yeah. I'm thinking more of the Rogers Brady thing. That was still far of choking away that NFC Championship game up and not or anything. Uh, so, uh, looking forward to that. It'll be fun. But no, it's always past first. I, I might have a you know a single article of Packers holding on underneath many Patriots.
0: Uh, articles, but uh, no, the Patriots are always first. Michael, um, uh, allegations came out uh, about former Maine, uh, you know, off-season basketball coach Mike Woodbury. Uh, there was an audio recording that was released online, and in the year twenty eighteen, I see, I, I, I seem to feel like if you have wronged many a person and something happens to you those people that wrong that you wronged no matter how you wrong them are all going to gang together for one common cause and that is to expose all the things that you've been doing and it seems as though much of the main basketball community many of whom were coached by this gentleman have all come out what uh... this is this is quite this is something
1: it is and it's amazing how it's kind of blown up nationally too and. You know, I hate to say it, but it's not anything that we didn't really know here, um, and I'm—I don't think we've heard the last of it from people having some uh, some sort of uh, stories to tell. But uh, you know, I don't really know him very well, other than seeing how he acted at games and hearing some things secondhand. And I'm not going to, you know, talk about hearsay too much. Right? But, you know, I think we've seen enough things come out <laughs> yes. that, that that tell you what 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 went on and. Uh, you know, I just I my my memories are of him sitting at the, the media table at the basketball tournament. And shame on the NPA because that was ridiculous. He was not a media person. He's down there cheering during games, uh, which is the biggest no-no in media. Um, you know, so I think a lot of us have known for a long time that something wasn't right there. And uh, you know, it's certainly a black eye for the AAU community. Uh, you know, he's teaching at a quote-unquote Christian school. Uh, it just it doesn't look good for anybody and and certainly my heart goes out to anyone that that was adversely affected. Uh, you know these were kids that you know, they were put under his care and instruction and in a lot of cases they were affected adversely uh, you know a lot of times parents get stars in their eyes and dollar signs and think their kids are going to get scholarships and you know it's a great time to be a huckster in America and you know I think you let a lot of people astray and it's just too bad that a lot of innocent kids got hurt and hopefully you know they can move on and, and still have productive lives but just a, you know, a sordid of
0: story all around. It was something, too. A lot of people were like, why wasn't something done about this guy earlier? And there was a really good article uh, Steve Craig wrote in the Press Herald about, yeah. uh, and, and Emily Russo did a good job of exposing, because oh. Emily Russo was kind of the one, she's like, you know, he's the type of guy that would show up, you right, know, that would have a right. cease and desist letter mailed to you on oh. Monday if you wrote something about him Sunday night. So, oh. you know, there were a lot of people that were just like, you know what? It's not worth the trouble. It's not worth the time. I was asked over the summer by someone um, you know about you know, him going down to Florida, and my quote was the exact quote was quote Well, he's the world's problem now," and I got to tell you, I have no clue. I had no clue how accurate that was going to be in less than three or four months.
1: It is, it is so true, and, and I really I don't mean to laugh because it's not funny, but um, yeah, it's just uh, you know truth being stranger than fiction kind yeah. of thing. Yeah,
0: and that and that's kind of how you look at it too. You're like, man, you know just just how that goes, but you know i think this is a lesson for everyone and it also means you know if you want to put your kids in off-season basketball if you want to bring your kids to another school you want to do all that stuff like get to know these people do some research like you could have you know you could have looked up online with some with some guys talk to some former players talk to some former players parents about them like get to know these people i mean a lot of these people go to colleges and and you know they do their research and they do all this stuff, but you know the the same thing with coaches—you got to do the same thing there because you never quite know what be no. what might be beneath the surface there.
1: Absolutely, so true. And it's in hindsight, twenty twenty, but I think there was you know in a lot of cases where there's smoke, there's fire, and there was a lot of both.
0: Talk with Michael Hoffer from the Forecaster and theforecaster.net. dot net. Portland's had a had a week off. Do you think uh, uh, the Bulldogs? Anybody that they had that needed that week off that maybe, you know, was a situation where they wouldn't have been able to play last week but were able to play this week? I know Oxford Hills had a couple of guys that were in that situation.
1: Yeah, I don't think that, you know, this has been one of those years where Portland hasn't been hurt too much with injuries. They've had that issue in other seasons. But, you know, most of their skill guys uh, and most of the big guys on the line have been pretty healthy knock on wood. So that's just something going on I'm not familiar with. I think they're going to be, you know, I don't think anyone's 100% this time of year, but they're going to be in pretty good shape going into the playoffs. And they certainly certainly heavy favorites going up against an EL team they handled in the regular season. Uh, It's just a question of, you know, if if they do get Oxford Hills again, how's that going to go? And I think Portland feels like they have a a really good shot, not just to get to the state game, but, you know, to conceivably measure up against one of those big three powers from the South, if it happens.
0: Talk about Michael Hoffer from The Forecaster and The Forecaster net. Um, a couple of coaching moves. Uh, Steve Stinson resigns at South Portland, and Jason Veyu is moving on from Yarmouth. A couple of different situations there in terms of reasoning and, and leaving, but uh, a couple of at least two head coach positions open down the southern part of the state.
1: Right, and we you know we talked about South Portland last week and how they decided not to play their playoff game against Bomb Eagle. Technically, it wasn't a forfeit; they just declined the "quote unquote" invitation to the Invitational Tournament. Uh, you know he'd been there 14 years and they had a few good seasons, had had a few rough seasons, and you know maybe sometimes it's just time for a change. And you know we'll see. I'm guessing that's a position that would be uh, they'll get some interest. You know it's still South Portland, they're not the South Portland of the 80s and 90s anymore, but it's still a desirable position. And you know we see some interesting names bandied about, possibly uh, being interested there. And and uh, Jason Bay who certainly did a great job at Yarmouth, got him to the state game three years ago. They were competitive this year, and no, the record didn't show it. Uh, You know, they were a a bounce-off-the-helmet fluke loss to keep Elizabeth in in a regular season finale away from being a 500 team and maybe having a better playoff spot. But, uh, you know, that Yarmouth team has has certainly been very competitive over the years, and I'm guessing that they'll get some interested candidates as well. It's always a numbers game there, and it sounds like of late it's been a numbers game in South Portland, too. It's just kind of an epidemic right now in the state.
0: Well, and that is, and it's, you know, I find it amazing in a community like South Portland, which is one of the hottest real estate markets in America because everybody's dying to get in there. You know that you're having you're having trouble fielding numbers. So hopefully somebody comes in there. You know some of the names I've heard bandied about: uh, former Wyndham and uh, current uh, Portland offensive coordinator Jason McLeod, uh, former Deering head football coach Jason Mm -hmm. Jackson, uh, also former Deering head football coach Greg uh, Stilfen was was uh, a
1: South Portland boy. Yeah, would
0: make sense. And I've heard I I, multiple people have have said you know yeah I would I would put that there. So you know those are just three names, and I'm sure there's others, and you never know. You know it's. It's it's how that whole thing's going to go. But I would like to see South Portland get up near the top again. There's a lot of good yeah. football tradition there, yeah, and I'd absolutely. I'd like to see that battle of the bridge between Portland and South Portland really mean something each year. You I, know,
1: uh, yeah, it, it really hasn't for, for many years, and, and it would be nice. And it's it's always great to see a, a once proud program, you know, return to prominence. And you know, we're seeing that not in football, but in some other sports in Freeport right now. I was there for a boys soccer regional final, and half the town turned out. Most of them in in Halloween costume. It was an amazing setting. <laughs> Uh, just a great event and you know those are my favorite stories being, being a history buff you know I love being able to say the last time it's happened was this year when this and this were happening and you know for South Portland you know you're going back to the 90s now when they were winning championships so it would sure be fun to, to, to resuscitate that.
0: All right I gotta get your Patriots pick this week what do you think happens?
1: Oh I think the, I think Green Bay is a desperate team which, uh, which poses some interesting problems and you know and uh, by and large they played the Rams pretty well on the road last week so you know, I, I, people always like it better when I pick against the Patriots because it seems like they uh, they win, uh, although I picked, I picked them Monday night and they won anyway. So I'm going to go with Green Bay in an upset 34-31. Uh, hoping it goes the other way, but, uh, you know, I think it's going to be one of those Kansas City-type shootouts, maybe not quite as high scoring. Whoever gets the ball last will uh, will finish it off, and maybe this time uh, Mr. Rogers will actually get the ball since Ty montgomery going. gone.
0: Well, we'll see how that goes, or you know, maybe they decide to go in and get a competent coach who doesn't waste the rest of Aaron Rodgers' career. Who knows? Yeah, well, you know, it's, get, it's getting a little late for that. Yeah, yes. might be. Yeah, it might be. Might be time to look into that if uh, yeah. if they haven't might, started. Might get on that. Weighing those options already. Michael Hoffa from the forecaster. You can follow him on Twitter at f o r e sports. He'll be around all weekend long. Michael, thank you very much, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. Have a good weekend. Hey, see take, you, take right. care. Thanks. You too. That's Michael Hoffer from The Forecaster here on The b Daily from the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the NBR Radio Network on the new 105.5 Sports, 105.5 FM, AM 1240, Lewiston, Auburn, AM 780 in Rumford, live from the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios.